previously on Live at 605. And so I was just like really irritated because it made it seem like... Yeah. Where'd the tape go? We have lost the tape. Maybe put the scalpel down. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the season 17 finale of Live at 605. And it's also the finale of our, as our lives as single people. Single people. It's, it's a lot going on right now. I don't know how we found time. I don't know how we found time to do podcasts at all in the last month, let alone this one right now. That's true. But you got to admit, it's pretty impressive that we were podcasting. We didn't miss a single episode. I think you and I in general are pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, I always say this. We're the best people ever. <laughs> in a less narcissistic way. Yeah. But we're very awesome people who... Who can multitask <laughs> with the best of them. Exactly. Yeah. So, can you believe it? We've made it to the season 17 finale. This is episode 201. Whoa. Have you enjoyed this season so far? Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty funny. I'm excited for next season um, and all the shenanigans. But this season, we've had, like, I love me a good best of episode. Yeah. So, like, best of 2018 was super fun. Although a lot of my favorite things came after 2018, but I they were from 2018. Um, I love that. I love the, like, the build-up to the wedding has been great. All the fiasco and, like, planning that. Like, all the fun parties we've had and, like, birthday celebrations. So, nope, season 17 was pretty awesome i'm good to not have any more injuries the season started with you burning your eyeballs oh yeah that happened too this year yeah you did that and then teeth were knocked out dresses were caught on fire people fell in bathtubs three of the four were you one of them was me if you guys can guess which one happened to me but uh there was definitely no shortage of stories or crazy antics that Mm -hmm. happened this season so i don't know i don't know how we're going to top things in season 18 but I guess the season 18 premiere will be the recap of the wedding mm-hmm. if you end up going through with it and Whoa. don't leave me at the altar or whatever. There is no altar. What is an altar? An altar is at a church. <laughs> okay, and then here's my just one quick question now that we know what an altar is. Is a thumb considered oh, a finger? Boy. No. It is a finger. To Bryson's point yesterday, you don't say you have not or eight fingers and two thumbs. You say you have ten fingers. True, but then I counterpointed with you don't call your thumb your thumb. You say you have a ring finger, pinky finger, middle finger. You don't say I have a thumb finger. And he mm-hmm. said that's a good point as well. I love that you went over all the other fingers except the most prominent being the index finger. Who, that's not the most prominent one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's What's the most popular? Okay, let's just popular let's just consider fingers. a thumb as part of a finger. What's the most popular finger? Index. Middle. Ugh. Or ring. What? Or no, pinky. <laughs> okay, to so. Me, the, the Basically, you've just listed popular. all the fingers. Except for index finger. What purpose does the index finger... Pointer. Yeah, but... <laughs> and it's also the finger you say when you say, pull my finger. <laughs> it's the one you use. <laughs> Next. Uh, so, if you guys want to check out some of the cool things we've been up to, um, I guess I'm going to have to start posting pic collages again because I've only been doing stories. Yeah. But it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And I was going to say, starting on February 23rd, if you guys go to Instagram and search the hashtag 605wedding, you can Ooh. follow along 
and see everything from that night. So absolutely, you know, our super fan Chris Eiffel will be. Oh, I hope he's right? on there checking that out. Absolutely, you've come on the journey with us. Exactly, and then we might post videos and stories mm-hmm. to Twitter and Instagram afterwards. But I just figured, yeah, for anyone not coming who's like listening around the world, if you search six oh five wedding, that's our official hashtag for the wedding. Absolutely. So that'll be fun, and um, yeah, we'll take a bit of a hiatus, maybe take a month <laughs> off, and then come back with. All the wedding shenanigans. Yeah. We'll come back. What will we do with our time, John? Everything. Yeah. I want to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the movies. Yeah. I want to go to Boston Pizza. I want to clear off our dining table. Oh, yeah. I want to clear off all the Christmas decorations. No, 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 no. Remember, what's the most important thing about being married is to... Have two Christmas trees. Okay, not to compromise. <laughs> oh, okay. And I thought my good compromise was to get rid of that, whatever that garland is. Charlie! My favorite thing about posting shit on Instagram this week is, like, I have, like, my wedding shoes I have to break in, and so I'm taking pictures of them, like, walking around in the apartment, but I posted a picture yesterday on an Insta story, and it was my uh, shoes on in front of the garland I've affectionately named Charlie that sits on top of our record player shelf and so one of my friends Tammy in Montreal she's like oh my god she's like I love your shoes but I was immediately distracted by your Christmas decorations still being up I'm like absolutely we don't take them down till April right so this is a thing there you go so should we get into this episode sure I feel like this season there's been a lot of stories that haven't had conclusions yet such as you know, knocking out your tooth, would you get a tooth put in before the wedding? Mm-hmm. Your dress caught on fire, would you mm-hmm. A, get a refund, and B, find a new dress within two weeks of the wedding? So I wonder, do you actually have endings to these stories? I do, finally. So do you want to tell those now, or would you rather wait and talk about other shit? We can go um, chronologically, because yeah, so we still didn't talk about, um, was it last weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was last weekend. Was it last weekend when we went to... We saw Carson in a play, yeah, right, which was awesome. It was opening night, and so um, he was headlining at a theater in Scarborough. My old stomping ground. Yeah, and so was it nostalgic for you to be back there? Uh, no, because I was glad not to live there anymore. We did, however, that day not eat dinner, and we were patrolling for food that day, and we passed a McDonald's yes. that had not one, but two. Two drive-through lanes. Two drive-through lanes for um, what you call it, drive-through windows. Yeah, exactly. Which was like very futuristic. I feel for Scarborough. Yeah, I'd never seen that before, so that was quite impressive. And obviously, we did not go there. No, of course not. We did not go to McDonald's, <laughs> no. and we did not have KFC in the last six months. No, none of that. Shit. None of that shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that that was good. He, that was good. It was, was nice. Really, yeah, he was really, really. He was good. really good. But my only thing was like halfway through the play, I like leaned over to you, and I'm like, "Is Carson supposed to be a ghost?" Like, yeah. and I felt like we were sitting like ringside seats mm-hmm. kind of thing and it was like one of those plays where i'm like oh man are people gonna like jump into the audience are we gonna yeah. have to like interact with the with the actors right um and then you're also weirded out like what happens if you lock eyes with your friend in the play does that take him out of character but he was fantastic yeah. the only thing that would take him out of character is hearing your laugh because your laugh <laughs> is very recognizable so that would take me out but the one funny thing that happened was we're watching this play and we have no context for like I didn't, like, you know when you look through a program, but you're not really reading it, you're just, like, looking at the pictures? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking through the program, not really reading it, but then um, one of the characters is a doctor, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, I leaned over to you, and I said, oh, that guy, 
the guy playing the doctor mm-hmm. looks like somebody we used to work with. Yeah. And or like somebody we used to know. No. Um and then you like literally lean back over and you're like, Oh, that's our neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, What? Holy shit. It is our neighbor. Is. And the weird thing is I have the same morning time routine right. with him at the elevator. But now, weirdly enough, this past week I've never bumped into him. So it's like he's ghosted me because he doesn't want me to say his how his role did in the play. But it's also weird to be like, I knew where you were on Friday, February fifth. You were in Scarborough <laughs> performing as a doctor. I'd be like, what? Dancing on on a riser. Exactly. <laughs> in electric pants. I know. So I thought that was just super odd. Like out of mm-hmm. all the people. People, it's like okay well no picking your nah. of all the people we know it's or like you could like <laughs> run into yeah it's just a small world i guess absolutely so that was that was good mm-hmm. and then that was friday night saturday, saturday did think, a bunch of wedding stuff obviously yeah you never realize how many things for arts and crafts you have to do for a wedding till you have to do them oh yeah do you know what i mean like i didn't think oh like we you choose your food so why do we need a menu yeah. But then we're like, oh, we have to make a menu for some reason. Because yeah. a menu sits inside the napkin, I hear. Exactly. And you, we use your fantastic Photoshop skills for yeah. a bunch of the designs for the wedding, which is really cool. Yeah, so we ended up doing a lot of that stuff. And like we made a joke, I think, two podcasts ago where we just keep going back to Sherway Gardens and Etobicoke. Yeah. And so now, this past weekend, all oh it was was God. going to Staples. Staples. <laughs> Staples is the new Sherway. <laughs> Yeah, we went there like four times on Saturday. Four, try six times. Six times. That weekend. This weekend, you went four times. Yeah, and (laughs) to two different locations. It's like, oh my God. But they did a good job. They did a good job. uh, So that was good. So we did a bunch of stuff. And they had good customer service, unlike Becker's Bridal or the dentist. Fuck you, Becker's Bridal. (laughs) And fuck you, Legion Art Institute of Neglected Teeth. (laughs) Whatever they're called. So So that was Saturday. Did we do anything Saturday night? I don't remember. We went to Oakville. We did? For our birthday party. Oh, yeah. We went to Oakville for Denise's birthday party. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. We did that, too. Yeah. Um, what you called. So that was fun. It was actually nice to see a bunch of the high school friends and elementary school friends mm-hmm. um, that we hadn't seen in a while. And so everyone is really looking forward to, like, just rallying for the wedding. And I think... I said this to you yesterday because Alistair texted me and I hadn't seen Alistair in a couple weeks. But he's like, so is there like a color theme for the wedding? I'm like, yes, for the bridal party, but not for you guys. Like, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Right? But it makes me laugh that everyone is kind of very concerned about what they're wearing. Like, even like my teammates at work and friends at work, they're very much like buying new dresses, like finding fashion shows to like participate in and like showcase their great stuff. So I just like... I love it because I think a lot of people have questioned, like, why are we doing a wedding in February, yeah. right? But then again, like... We're, we're not basic, We're bitch. not basic, bitches. But I think it's also, like, there's no parties in February. Like, why do I want to be in a clusterfuck of, like, summer weddings? Yeah, and it's like, oh, cool. Uh, nothing at summer weddings or whatever. Like, people get married when they get married, but it's just like cool it's august and every weekend i now have to go to a wedding it's like mm-hmm. wedding fatigue mm-hmm. again i get it like that's wedding season there's yeah. a reason why but it's like i want no one's gone to a wedding probably yet this year so no, it's like ours is first up we gotta set the tone we also get to make you jinx your life in weather during commuting yeah. but i think it's, it's like the weather looks good hopefully everyone makes it out it's not too complicated but i am excited we are the first party of the year I, this kind of does bring me back to the time where we used to throw a lot of house parties and we're like, nothing's happening in February. Let's throw a faux bachelorette party right. for Maddie. And so um, it's just that kind of fun again. 
100%. So, no, it was great to go to Denise's place. We stayed there for a few hours and then um, came back and kept doing arts and crafts, which was fun. Yeah. So that what did was- we do on Sunday? exactly that arts and crafts yeah. wedding prep we've been like that's why i told you i'm like we can't do anything else we have to just do wedding stuff yeah but you get more like i think you're very much like i make lists as well but i feel like you and i because we balance each other out i pick up where you drop off and you pick up where i drop off i still always felt good about the arts and crafts like theoretically we still have four days to do stuff and now our, my biggest stressor is like going to be like transporting the gear to the Great Hall. Oh yeah. 100%. What is your biggest stressor? Oh, that that that's it right there. Yeah, but now we know Benoit's going to help. Oh yeah, no, it's just uh, it's also that it's also making sure it's all set up. But like, amps, think about like our amazing labeling system. Like even Rena, our wedding coordinator, who's fabulous, she was like, "You guys have gone above and beyond of about we are. like we're dope." Of course we are. Um, but yeah, so most of the rest of the week was about that. And then like Ferris came over to help work on the seating That's things true. while you were doing the rest of the menus, menus. right? And then what else did we do? What uh, else was this week? Uh, did we have a concert? No. No, I feel like we did. There was something else. This Did we? Um, I had no. a I had a dress appointment and I had three dentist appointments. Yeah, I just I had my last day at work, so it was nice. Everyone from my office gave us a nice card, mm-hmm. a nice gift. Were you card. expecting it? Yeah, of course. I've been only because I've been working in this company for twelve years, and mm-hmm. I've seen many people get married and have kids. And every <laughs> single person who's got married or have kids, yeah. I've had to sign a card and give money to. Yeah. So I'd be lying if I said one of the reasons why I wasn't ex- one of the reasons why yeah. I'm excited to get married is to fucking. Get, get a nice card from people from work isn't it weird though that you give money to people who are gonna get money as gifts what about people who get like divorced or lose their job wouldn't those people deserve a card with money no, more people who get divorced should be giving me money back why because i just paid money for them No, but i mean instead of giving money to them like to me it's like if you get a new job that's better than this job why am i gonna give you money to like celebrate that you're clearly gonna make a killing if you got divorced and i didn't pay for your wedding wouldn't i rather be like oh man you need the money here's a card with money unless you're getting all the alimony oh yeah like if you you, had a prenup you don't have a prenup so if anything if we get divorced people should be giving you money because you're giving me all your money (laughs) i have no money remember last week oh yeah last week was the stressful week where i had like 70 dollars in my bank account yeah no but now i don't so it's fine just moving money around and (laughs) stuff but um anyways so then Friday was my last day. Mm-hmm. I was. It was nice. I got a bun- We got a bunch of nice things from mm-hmm. my work. And Were my- you expecting it though? Like, did you know- <laughs> yes. Okay. Because again, for twelve years, I've been giving oh, people boy. money and signing cards. I so know, I but like- a lot of your work friends are coming to the wedding. Yeah. So they're they're giving extra things. Well, no, but it's like you give like three dollars. Three dollars. What are you giving thirty dollars to a person? I give twenty dollars. For someone's wedding? Yeah. At work or like... Yeah. And then depending on how well I know them, I'll give them more money. Oh, no. This is where... Definitely not $20. You wouldn't show up to a wedding in jeans, would you? (laughs) No, but remember... (laughs) You're white. What? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on from this whole thing. No, it was, it was lovely, the fact that... Yeah, and we're taking that bottle of champagne to the um, house... 
but we will not be drinking it excessively. Yeah, but we're going to drink some on Friday and on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Once all responsibilities are Yeah, like if the Great void. Hall ends at one forty-five and we leave there at 2.30, if friends are still kicking Why are you leaving at 2.30? Because we're striking the place, right? If we leave that and then we come back to our house, we can hang out and drink at our house with everyone, whoever's left. That's true. Yeah. And if nobody's left, I'm also okay with that. Yeah, Remember, but you know some people will be yeah, left. Yeah, but we also have to be okay with people leave when they leave. Fine. I won't peer pressure bully people in. But I got a cape now. So, you You've know. You've been peer pressuring all kinds of people to, like, drink and party. I'm just like, remember, people can party and not drink. Yeah, John is the logical one. I'm the one who wants to do it all. And I basically, it you know all. what it is? You, my bachelorette party ended early. <laughs> So you had a 14 and a half hour. Yours went till like 1.40 in the morning still, though. I was in the hospital for the rest of it. Yours technically went till about 6 in the morning, though. I was in the hospital for you half of it. Still went till 6 in the morning. If I was partying from 7 to 1, that's what, 6 hours? And then, no, that's horrible math. 7, 8, well, that's six 8, hours. 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. Yeah, 6 hours, right? Yours went from 1.30 in the afternoon uh, till 3 uh, in the morning. Just and then 5 in the morning here. Yeah, but, you know. Like, so I want a do-over. Well. Some, I want to do a do-over with all my chiclets. Well, that's a good segue into do you have all your chiclets? Finally. So what, um, when were you supposed, so you've been wearing a tooth retainer since November. Yeah. And when were you told you would get a tooth cemented into your mouth? December. December 4th, to be exact. That's when they said? Yeah. That seems like fake news. No, it was December 4th. You know why I know it's uh, December 4th? Why? Because they said it would, it would have been a month since my um, bachelorette party, right? Because that's how long the swelling would take to go down. And it only takes a day to get mold, and then they could put it in, like, the next day. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, it clearly didn't come <laughs> December 4th or January 4th or even February 4th. No. Did it come at all? Ugh. And did you have a good experience with everything? Ugh. I'm going to go with no. No. John, I did not. So what happened? Excuse me. So last week, I think on last Friday, I went to go to the Pro Veneer Institute. How do you always remember that name? You know why? Because that show Style by Jerry always goes there. And now I pay extra close attention because I think one of the people helping me is featured in like their like small lead up segment. One of, of the, the dinosaurs that work yeah. there. And so we've told you guys about like my bad experiences at the um, dentist about like you know the casually racist hygienist about Dr. Gold sorry Goldstein <laughs> yeah um like not actually like yeah. helping sometimes and like the periodontist not having the best bedside manner so now I can also add the poor colorist at the Pro Art Veneer Institute. Yeah. And so I think one Friday I went there and it was sunny outside. The, the appointment was supposed to be five minutes and it ended up being 45 minutes. And they were basically these two women shoving these like teeth replicas with different colors into your face to see if they match against neighboring teeth. The problem is with that is all the teeth that they had as examples look like I was a smoker for like, 55 years they were like brown or like tinted yellow mm -hmm. and i was disgusted by it and then they're also just like calling out they're like oh it needs a little purple it needs a little bit more gray it's not transparent it's opaque mm -hmm. and all these things so needless to say they made some sort of tooth and then on tuesday like i have all <laughs> these sparkles <laughs> um, <laughs> um what you gonna call it i go back to the dentist on tuesday so if the colorist was on friday 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Go back to the dentist this past Tuesday. And I get in there. It's the same. <laughs> Forgot all this happened this week. Yeah. Again. Casually racist hygienist. And like the first thing she asked me is what, where are my family from? Right. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then she also thought this was my second marriage, which was equally happy and exciting. And then um, the dentist starts putting in the tooth. And then all of a sudden he disappears for like 10 minutes again. And then he comes back with another girl who's the receptionist with her iPhone. And they're like taking pictures. Their lights are turning on and off. The hygienist is in my face. Like the lamp is getting raised and out. And like everyone's like, it should it be portrait mode or whatever. And then they finally hand me a mirror and they're like, we're not going to put the tooth in because we feel like it's too gray. Well, and I will so- just say, obviously that sucks, but at least they did say that. They could have just thrown it in there. And if it looked bad, like then you're stuck with it. No, because if they put it in there, I would have been like, this bitch is racist. You're yeah, fucking incompetent. For and sure. thank God you have an iPhone because if you had a fucking Android, I'd been like, get out of here. For sure. Right? And I've been like, you've been roasted. You've been roasted. And then I'd probably start crying and then yell like I have a bomb or something. Can you not be doing <laughs> these crazy antics? No. Somebody was asking me to punch him this week. Like, it was probably on Friday it was going to happen. Oh, I want to fight someone all the time because of how much rage I have. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like... Where's that guy this, coming from? This bald guy's doing all the laundry in the world. But where's he walking to that we're not seeing him? He's walking to the laundry room. But he just went that way earlier. Oh, he's probably on the stairs part. Yeah, we're watching Lobby Watch, so we have that in the background. This guy has done like three loads of laundry, and he just keeps walking with his giant head in front of the security camera. I also think it's disgusting. Okay, th- uh, this is a bit of a tangent. No, it's okay. You know when people drag their laundry on like common floors yeah it's disgusting it's disgusting it's also like people who wear like their slippers down into common areas or like walk barefoot or in Uh, socks or how about the other day when i came down to get you in the uber and that girl was down her socks oh and like disgusting wet carpet ew it's so gross and dirty okay so anyway so he says he can't put the tooth in because it's too gray so then He's like, okay, we're going to make you an appointment to go back to the Pro Veneer Institute, which is in the opposite side of the city, for Thursday at 4.30. Mm-hmm. And this is like as if I don't have a job, that we're not oh, busy. Not. It's not the week, like a week, like two weeks before the wedding kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, fine. Oh, no, that's like eight days before the wedding. Again, <laughs> right? And so... It's How quickly like, is he loading his laundry? Me just well, leaving it there. Oh, see, this is the worst kind of guy takes up like eight loads of laundry I know. and doesn't put the shit in like he's just leaving it on top we also have no idea what he's doing that's so. true he might just be throwing garbage <laughs> so, away keep going um so then what you call it so needless to say on thursday i have this appointment now at the port veneer institute on one side of the city at 4 30 then i have a hair appointment at 5 30 okay and so i was like you know what they told me it'd be half an hour i can totally do both Come Thursday now, it's like 1 p.m. Oh, sorry. And then they also said I have a dentist appointment Friday. after at Friday at 8.30, mm-hmm. okay? Which I also had a dentist appointment Friday at 8.30, so I'm like, perfect, we'll go together. And then you can be the muscle and yell at people if I need it to be. Yeah. But then John also did that thing again where you said everything's going to be fine. No. <laughs> I, now you're putting words in my mouth, especially with all this shit I would never say. You should always lead with, it's going to be the worst experience, John. I never said this was going to be a great experience. <laughs> Keep going. Just lead with it's going to be the shittiest, most horrible experience, and you'll probably end up crying at some point. That's so true. So on Thursday, it was so busy at work, and I was, like, running around, and then all of a sudden I see the dentist's office call me, and they're like, um, hey, Val, 
uh, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so we need you to go to the Promart Veneer Institute. I'm like, I am. And then they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I can hear this receptionist woman talking to somebody else. And I'm like, do I need to stay on the phone for this? Mm-hmm. And so then she's talking to somebody else. And she's like, oh, you need to go there to get your teeth shaded. And I'm like, I am, today at 4.30. And then she's like, okay, I'll call you back. And I'm like, okay. So then she calls me back like 10 minutes later. And then she's like, um, don't go today. Um, we need you to go tomorrow. And I'm like, but I'm supposed to come see you guys tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, just go there for 8.30 tomorrow morning. And I'm like, okay, but I'm supposed to see you for yeah. 8.30 tomorrow morning. And so then she's like, well, if you go see them for 8.30, you can come to our office for 9. And I'm like... It's on the off. How? Has, like, teleportation, like, happened already? And so I'm like, you're in opposite ends of the city. Like, even if I could get there and it was a five-minute appointment, I need, like, half an hour to commute between locations. And so she's like, okay, don't worry. Just go there for 830, and then whenever you're ready, whenever you're done, just come here, and the dentist will take you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can I have that in writing? Because that seems so fucking sketchy. Right. And so then we ended up saying okay to that. But then she, I think she called, I called you. Mm-hmm. Or wait, no, I just said, I was like, wait a second. This seems a little bit odd given the fact that I'm like, is my tooth going to be ready? Because yeah. last week I had to wait four days exactly. to get the tooth ready. And so I find it odd that I can come see you half an hour later. Besides which, this is a long weekend in Ontario. And so the dentist, because much like my periodontist who works 12 days a year, Mm -hmm. the dentist is closing at 1 p.m. on Friday. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, fine. So needless to say, they're like, nope, it'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So I go get my hair done. That was fine. I then go to... um, what you call it next morning you and i coordinate i'm no longer going with you to the dentist you go to the dentist and i go the other way to the periodontist so how was your dentist appointment um it was all right i got this hygienist i had never had before name uh who was uh very nice she's, like, she's oh, my favorite yeah hygienist. she turned out to be yours and she just she's like oh you know did you do anything for valentine's day i was like no you know i'm actually getting married next week so I, valentine's day is not really something in the books that i care about mm-hmm. she's like, oh it's amazing you know where are you getting married i'm like oh the great hall she's like, great hall why do i know someone getting married at the great hall <laughs> uh she's like wait a second who's your fiance and i told her like oh she's like wait gomez i was like yeah she's like yeah i've talked to her about this that's so awesome and stuff and she was really good. She said, well, let's give your teeth a really good cleaning. And so she does it, and then she starts flossing and stuff. She's like, hmm. She's like, your gums are bleeding. She's like, does this concern you at all? And I was like, um, no. She's like, oh. <laughs> well, it should. She's like, you have a slight case of gingivitis. <laughs> She's like, you know, it's no problem. We can fix it. I recommend, you know, this toothbrush and this blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know, in a couple of weeks, it can be reversed. So let's just, <laughs> she's like, you're young, you're healthy, you don't smoke. You know, if you're older, this would be an issue. But she's like... This is an issue if you just don't take these steps. So like, all right, fine. So that went well. Then I had a, and then I was waiting for Dr. Goldberg to come in, and it, like he clearly knew, knew he was in the hot seat yeah. because of all your issues and stuff. So he spent literally like ten seconds. He's like, <laughs> and the nurse is like, okay, yes, teeth are fine, blah blah, this or that. He's like, okay, great, great seeing you, John. Like, Do you want to look at his teeth? And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. He mm-hmm. Pops me back. Looks good, looks good. He's like, get married next week. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, great, great, great. We're getting married. And my favorite thing is anytime I say anything that, you know, like, 
if he's like, where are you going on vacation? Oh, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. Aruba. You know, I'm getting married at the Great Hall. He always says, yep, yeah, I know that place. I know that place very well. <laughs> great place, great place. And then he's just like, oh, you know, take time, enjoy it. You go on a honeymoon right away. Like, no, we're waiting. He should be like, we're paying off yeah. our teeth. But he was in and out real quick. Well, and, he probably heard me yelling at the receptionist at that point. Well, yeah. So then I had to get a wire on the back of my teeth fixed. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pawned me off to the associate dentist. Ooh. So I was like, okay, usually he would do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they said he was super busy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I get go to another room, get this guy to put a wire in, and as I'm doing that, I can hear Dr. Gold, Gold person. Uh, oh, I already said his name like five times. It doesn't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I could hear him talking to the receptionist, be like, tell her that they still need to like cook it and then put it in the oven. <laughs> and tell her, you know, she can come here afterwards, but they need, still need to color it, cook it, and put it in the oven. I'm like, oh, they're talking about you 100%. 100%. And so anyways, my stuff was all done, finished up, Cause what time were you? Cause I was texting you at like eight forty five nine. So I was there from eight thirty to almost ten o'clock. Yeah. And then I felt back. I could see. I could tell my Apple Watch that you were texting me, and I couldn't respond because mm-hmm. I was under the light and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So then finally at ten o'clock, I leave. I try calling you, and you must have been getting your teeth looked at. Jump on the subway, go to work, and then when as soon as I get off the subway, you call me and you kind of tell me what's going on. It was the worst. Yeah, so just not a good experience, obviously. No, so I end up showing up at the Pro Art Veneer Institute <laughs> at 8.20 because, you know, I'm trying to be mindful of appointments and come 10 minutes early. Of course. I first get there, and it fucking smells like sulfur and rotten eggs. Ew. And it was so disgusting, and it's so, like, mangy in there. And this old, like, wretched woman is like, I like your purse! <laughs> and I'm okay. like, thank you, Hagrid. And so I was, like, freaking out, and I couldn't hold my breath long enough to get the fuck out of there. Right. And so then I go up to, like, floor five, where is where I went last time, and I, I'm in there, and I come off the elevator, and some dude with, like, like, oh, it's not, like, a skinhead haircut, but it was, like, shaved Can you stay bottom. away from these people? No, but it was so funny. because got a okay, Hitler haircut. It was kind of like Hitler haircut. It was like very American History X. So he, I, this dude is in like a lab uniform. I come off the elevator. The whole Pro Art Veneer Institute is very stuck in the 80s. It's also like rooms within rooms and in like internal staircases with no windows. And so I like come off the elevator and this dude with like a shaved back head and like a pony, greasy ponytail. Ew. But then the world's largest Bluetooth headset. Okay. I like come off the elevator. He turns around and he's like, <laughs> "I shit you not." He's like, "Yo, what are you doing here?" Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, uh, "I have an appointment." And he's like, "With who?" And I'm like, "I don't know, a color shader." Yeah. And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" Right. And so then he's like, "Oh," uh, and he kind of like looks at some chick and she's like giving like, "I don't know what's happening." Oh my god! And so he's like, "Okay, come with me down like the fucking Blair Witch Project staircase." Right. And so I go, I like blankly follow this like Bluetooth dude. And so he takes me downstairs. The reception area is not even open. Like, the door is locked. Oh, There's man. a closed sign. So I literally went up to the lab area. Okay. Right? And so then I get there. They're not even open till 9 a.m. So I'm wow. like, why the fuck am I here? So then I call the dentist's office. And I guess when you heard Dr. Go- like, I got yeah. a receptionist. And I'm like, listen, yeah. I know this is not you I spoke to. But I'm like, one of the receptionists, Someone. a.k.a. you guys told me to go to the Pro Art Veneer Institute at 8.30. They're, I'm not, they're not open. And she's like, oh, just wait till they open. I'm like, you're that's, not listening to not me. That's not the point. That's not the point. There he is. Where is he going? Where is he He's, going? He has something to ship. The bald guy. <laughs> they said the bald guy had something to ship. No, ship. 
Keep going. And so then she just was like being ridiculous to the point where I was like getting like really irritated because she's like, oh, a, te- a technician will see you at like nine. I'm like, I because, get that, yes. but I'm now 40 minutes early for potentially somebody again, to see it's it. It's not like you have a job or a wedding or any like a no. life. And so like my favorite question is, is like when I get back to the dentist's office, like five and a half hours later, that's like a good teaser. Yeah. Um, the first thing the woman asked me as she's watching like Dr. Phil yeah. on the TV, she's like, oh, did you work today? I'm like, I did work today. Yes. And so like, luckily I had my like MacBook with me and my phone and like my headphones, but my Mac died. My phone was basically dead and my headphones fully died. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I'm waiting there. Finally at 9.15, a woman reluct Wendy, Wendy. Reluct- reluctantly sees me. And it was, like, sitting in the room, and then she, like, starts, like, shaving things, and, like, okay. a screwdriver comes out, and, oh, like, God. a gun with a blade on it comes out. I and the, they like, were coloring you. That's all I thought, too. But then the funniest thing, do you remember the guy in Lost who does, like, the Dharma videos? Yeah. That dude basically just stood beside Wendy oh, for creepy. 45 minutes while I'm in this, like, 80s retirement room, like, dental office. And so they're doing all this stuff. Then they disappear for, like, another hour. And so I'm, like, I talked to Audrey on the phone. I called you. I'm, like, I think I called back the dentist. Right. And I was, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, they're not even really communicating. They'll just be, like, you here, Mm -hmm. you there. And so I'm, like, okay, this is great. So then they leave for that long. They come back and they're, like, okay, now we have to color it. I'm, like, I thought you just, what the fuck were you doing before? Oh, man. So then, again, they start jacking out those weird, like, fucking, like, ghoul teeth. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they're like, I think we need more blue, I think. And, like, friggin' Dharma Initiative is still just standing there. So clearly he's the one who has to, like, paint the final tooth. Right. Right? And, like, cook it to Dr. Goldstein's words. And so then I'm kind of just sitting there. They put all those, you know, like, when you put cotton swabs in your mouth to hold your lips up? Yeah. This woman is, like, not even trying to be sensitive. She's just, like, literally Uh, as if I hooked your mouth right now. Right. And so I'm, like, doing this. And so I don't take my coat off because I'm, like, what's the point? I'm going to be, I think I'm leaving. Yeah. I've been there for two hours at this point. Jesus. And so then she starts, like, live painting my teeth in my mouth. And so the thing that pissed me off was, and I didn't mention this, was the day before the receptionist said I had to go back to the color shading place at 830 in the morning because if my appointment was at 4.30, there's not enough daylight to actually do the coloring properly. There's and so I was like, that makes, that there's statement. so many holes in that story, to your point. Because I went there last time in the morning, and they did it wrong. Second thing is, the fucking sun based on the earth changes all the time. But it's like, you work, this is your job, is painting people's teeth. Get proper lighting in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. She had like fluorescent lighting with blue gels in there and so i was like and the sun in the four and a half hours i was there changed like eight times yeah so anyway needless to say i was there for like three and a half hours i think yeah right almost four and so they finally did everything and i got so irritated i called back the dentist because it was noon Mm -hmm. at that point and i was like hey and they're like hey Val how's it going and they're like are are you still coming in I'm like I'm still here and they're like you're still there and I'm like freaking out and then I'm like yeah I'm like I just want to ensure you don't close because you said you're leaving at one and I'm like like I don't have any other ways to tell you like this needs to happen this week like Mm -hmm. I want my tooth before our wedding and Mm -hmm. so um luckily I left at the Pro Art Veneer Institute and (laughs) the woman's like oh do you want us to courier the tooth here I'm like 
what and so she's like yeah if that's easier we can courier i'm like why would you courier it i'm coming there and i'm dealing i'm coming with the tooth i'm like these are the things where i'm like how do you people get your jobs i have no idea even the colorist is like what do you think of the coloring job i did as i live paint your teeth yeah and i'm like it doesn't matter what i think it's not my response this is your job and i even had to tell her with like as i'm holding a mirror like oh no you need to match this part and like whatnot and i'm like these two colors make this color it's like Mm -hmm. what is a primary color right and so it's just so frustrating i then come to the dentist i have to wait like half an hour there then finally i finally get to see oh and ann was there and she's like i met your fiance (laughs) he's so nice and i'm like i wasn't having it i'm like obviously yeah and so i'm like he is fantastic i was supposed to be here at the same time as him yeah and so then oh this was actually quite sad so this Uh other girl was coming out and she had one of those knee scooters okay right like older or younger younger is like probably our age and yeah. so she kind of sounded like jay's sister jenny okay right and so she had a knee scooter with her like ankle bandaged and so she hurt she ended up tripping wearing stilettos and she like Ooh. cracked her ankle Ouch. and so it had like a metal plate in it or something oh my God. and so you could see all the bandages on it but she had the knee scooter and a crutch okay right and so she basically has to wear flats but she was like so bronx it was hilarious and so she's like i can't even believe i can't do an accent yeah. but she's like i can't even believe i'm wearing um what you call it flat there he is going? again the bald guy maybe he lives on that side but why does he keep going back and forth i have no idea and so anyway um what you call it so she was saying she was there for a cleaning or something but apparently because she just had surgery oh. you can't actually do a cleaning and she didn't know that oh. so we were both trading war stories oh really yeah because she's like oh i'm getting married in like really? five months and I, yeah oh, and so shit. she's like you know I, it'd be great if i could walk oh my god so i'm like you know what it could be worse like again well, perspective no, it could be worse but also like this shit happens yeah absolutely accident happens you fall you break your ankle you mm-hmm. knock your tooth out like yeah like these these things just happen like so like you can be not happy but just be like yeah these these things happen so then i finally go in dr goldberg goldstein does his thing and then um what you gonna call it they cement this stuff in he's not listening to this anyway yeah and so or are they based on my (laughs) report on tuesday and so then um what you gonna call it i finally get the tooth in it took about half an hour and I was like, you know when you're just drained, like your mouth is drained, you're tired. I know he felt really bad, which made me feel like That's good, cool. to be honest. Well, sh- yeah. Right? And he's like, you know, you look amazing. And he's like, but I'll tell you, like, the tooth is actually still like a little big. But he's like, when we do the final like phase yeah. three, he's like, it's going to be perfect. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, just don't eat like ribs or yeah. bite into an apple for like the next two and a half weeks. And he's like... You know, this is going to be good. We wanted to make it perfect for the big yeah, day, and for so sure. that's good. It definitely made me feel better, but at the same time, I was like, "Get me the fuck I out know, of here!" For sure. But you did get your tooth. I got my tooth the day before. I also got the Becker's well, check. Can I also say this is the most stressful thing? Because I knew you were there, and then at like one forty-five, you text me, and all you say is "Mister." Yeah. And I write back. I'm like fuck like i don't know how this yeah. is gonna go it's definitely swung but more negative way off late 
Yeah, so then I just write back, how'd it go, slash, how's it going? And then you don't respond for 15 minutes. Nothing. I'm oh, like, really? Yeah, you didn't write back for 15 Where minutes. Where was I? I don't know, but I'm like, fuck. I so was probably commuting. But I'll, I can show you the text, but you write Mr. I write immediately, how's it going, slash, how's mm-hmm. it going? You don't write back for 15 minutes. So I'm all nervous. I'm like, I hadn't eaten lunch yet. So then I go across the street to go get jerk chicken. And as I'm paying, then you call me and I like missed your call I'm like fuck mm-hmm. so i had to call you back but i was just like it was like 20 minutes being like well, fuck, what happened the yeah. fact that you didn't write back i'm like oh this isn't good mm-hmm. but then you called me back was that jason from <laughs> i think that was jason from our stupid urban, urban barn chair fiasco another then, person bad customer service there's just a lot of bad customer service out there anyways you call me back and you tell me you did in fact get your tooth cemented into your mouth yeah i end up coming home and early early and i see your face and your mouth and i'm very very pleased to say that it looks fantastic it looks just like a normal tooth i'm looking at it right now it looks unbelievable so you should be very happy there's the ball oh guy my again God, what is he doing I also feel like he's had, like, three different sweaters. He has. Um, but so, anyway, so that's the conclusion, you know. For now. For now. You're going to get a, a new tooth drilled in there eventually. In but the spring, probably. The good news is, for the wedding, you will have, have a, all my teeth in. All your chiclet. They teeth. won't come out. Mid- there is again, the bald guy. Maybe he's moving in. At 9 o'clock at night, he wouldn't be allowed to use the service It's elevator. 8 o'clock. He still wouldn't be allowed to use the service elevator. Maybe he lives on the ground floor. I almost want to just go down. Yeah, he probably does, but why is he walking back and forth? I don't know. Anyways. So, so um, but no, I think the the cool thing is, is like, you know when you're like, oh man, I can't even remember what like having these senses feels like. It's like finally being able to taste food properly again and like having the roof of your mouth, mm-hmm. you know, not feeling like oh shit i can't eat i have to take my tooth retainer out the only thing that's a little bit weird is like going to sleep now because i typically used to take out my tooth retainer for like the last four months Mm -hmm. but now it's like when i sleep sometimes in the middle of the night i'll wake up and have like phantom memories of having the tooth be missing and i wake up thinking i'm like choking on it like it's oh it's gonna fall out um but no i'm definitely happy that it's this for the wedding and not that experience it's just makes me feel better i'm glad like the money stuff with beckers paid off what happened with beckers they finally sent well you emailed them yeah and those guys bitches they paid us back but i got no problem saying they're a bunch of motherfuckers beckers bridles obviously i sympathize with what happened same thing it's not not the the same same thing thing. (laughs) i empathize with them i sympathize well no sympathize yeah you offer them sympathy sorry empathize is you can relate have you been in a fire no that's one of my greatest fears is it? Yeah, dying by fire. Minus sharks. Sharks, like one big bite, you're dead. Fire, you burn and burn and burn. And then you burn some more. Like Bruce Springsteen? I don't know that reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, Beckard's Bridal. I sympathize. I cannot empathize. But <laughs> you guys still suck. And the way you treated your customers, and you in particular, was mm-hmm. really shitty. Have they and posted go, anything? No, I checked. But someone did post this on Facebook. And what? this was the best comment on the Becker's Bridal's comment, someone said, I heard you're having a fire sale. Really? Yeah, and they said, no, we had a fire. <laughs> Here, so go click. I'll, let's, Which one do I click on? How um, do I, I don't, why don't I know how to use Facebook okay, anymore? Go click on that one. one. And then, no, 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 no. Click on, oops, go to community. Okay. And then you're going to read, I want scro- to scroll down. Yeah. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, and read this person. Oh, no, scroll down, scroll down, 
don't go up. Uh, this this one. <laughs> this dude says. This guy says. Yeah. I heard you're having a fire sale. And then, and then Becker's he says, right. "Hi, Adam. No, we are not having any kind of fire <laughs> sale. Must be a word of mouth message that got mixed up." Adam says, "Is there a working contact number I can reach you at?" Becker says, "Hi, Adam. At this time, you can reach us via email." Yeah. Either way, Becker's lied. They said that none of the dresses had vis- visible damage. Mm-hmm. Your dress had visible damage because it caught on fire, which they yeah. took two weeks to admit to you. Yeah. So fuck you, Becker's, for li- lying. Screw you for all this stuff. So this other person, Janet, Janet. McKay, says, "I'm I'm very concerned about the lack of contact since the fire regarding the status of our daughter's dress. Hmm. While I understand this is a difficult time for your business." No contact is not acceptable. No phone number, no email response, nothing. Please advise. Mm. Becker says, hi, Janet. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. Please send us a private message with your daughter's contact and we can see if we can follow up. (laughs) I might message Janet and say what's up. Yeah, let's figure that out later on. I'll do it now. No, don't do it now. Well, not now. I'll do it after the podcast. No, I I would just... I am. I don't want people to feel the way I felt. That's horrible. If I can help somebody, why wouldn't I? That's true. Um, <laughs> why wouldn't I empathize with her? Oh, boy. I just, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a whole shit show with mm-hmm. them. If anything, you can message her privately or something. Yeah, I'm not going to write on the fucking Facebook. Yeah, okay, that's what her. I thought you were I'm doing. I'm going to put them on bl- more so on blast well, than I The podcast is fine. We, yeah. That check cleared, so fuck you, Becker's Yeah. Bio. Anyways, they finally sent us the check, so that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But screw you, you guys suck. And As they should. Kleinfeld is way better. Kleinfeld. Sorry, Dr. Kleinfeldberg. Yeah. I think that's uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um. So then the only other things that happened this week outside of going to the dentist for five and a half hours, we did more arts and crafts. Um, mm-hmm. The one cool thing that we were excited about, dear friend Meg mm-hmm. of the podcast Worked on what could be considered our top three things for the wedding and finished them. Yeah, I don't want to mention what it is. No, but they turned out amazing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just I'm so excited to have like I'm excited to see a final table set up just Mm -hmm. to incorporate them because I feel like they're very unique and like are very personal to us, Mm -hmm. obviously. And we worked really hard on them Mm -hmm. and they totally live up to the expectation I thought they would. 100 Mm percent. Big time. Is there anything else you want to talk about or should we? land this plane land it so it's kind of crazy how quickly season 17's come and gone like it started back in december it's now mid-february mm-hmm. and we're getting married in five days which is mm-hmm. absolutely insane mm-hmm. overall you were happy with this season i was just everything i said in the beginning it's been a fun ride i'm excited um to hear and see what happens in season 18 18 we'll be planning a honeymoon mm-hmm. probably will, maybe do a mini trip in between yeah we will be married so next time you hear our voices we'll be a married couple does that sound any different yeah it sounds way better does Again, it i thought hashtag common law couples do it better. they do do it better but hashtag calling you my wife is better than hashtag calling you my girlfriend maybe that's what you should say in the wedding speech what's that we feel like we still believe hashtag <laughs> common law couples do it better but our new hashtag is <laughs> I'd, I'd rather, rather call, call you, you my, my wife, wife than, than my, my girlfriend, girlfriend 10 years later. <laughs> so. I don't want to be in my mid-30s. But I don't want to be like 46, but like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> I'd be like, this is my wife. <laughs> no picking. Ah. Anyways, do you have a band of the week or anything? No. So do you want... Oh. What? No. Why? Because I was going to be like, should we be at the... Fa- 
uh, George Michael and Elton John. The fact that you didn't know, don't let the sun go down on me. I refuse to let a live um, music. I love live music. Hold on. I had, do you want it to be, your choice is either Mm -hmm. Greta Van Vliet or Leonard Skinnerd. Why would you literally put on a a community page to say, I'm selling an Ikea lamp for $5? Like, just fucking literally throw it out. Yeah, throw it out off the balcony. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. I want your $5 lamp. No, so weird. So would you like Greta Van Vliet or Leonard Skinner? Did we already do Greta Van Vliet? No. Yes. Okay, so we've talked about Greta Van Vliet, so we're not going to talk about that shit. But the song we've been listening to a lot is called Age of Man. Yeah. And it's very 70s prog rock leonard skinner you say prog like yeah, a place I, no prog rock prog rock is a real thing not like russian no prog rock is like weirdo rock what does prog mean i don't know just google Did it. you just make it up is it spelled like prog p-r-o-g say what is prog rock <laughs> hey siri what is prog rock i can't get the answer to that oh yeah shut up Okay, yes. This is gripping information. Oh, progressive? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's, it's like weirdo rock music. I guess. It's basically alt-rock. Anyways, the way I described Greta Van Vliet was as prog rock and Leonard Skinner, and it's neither of those two. <laughs> basically, they've put it akin to Pink Floyd. Yeah. Dark Side of Leonard the Leonard Skinner's more like Led Zeppelin, Wolf Mother. Oh, Genesis. I love Genesis. Mm-hmm. So anyways, the song is called Age of Man. Yeah. From their album, Anthem of the Peaceful Army. So when we get into it, this is Greta Van Vliet. Yes. Oh, wait. What? I'll tell that story next time. What? I was going to say, I had my one other dress fitting. Okay. We went to this restaurant called uh, Lenia. Oh, yeah. And then I was talking about how great my wedding dress is because it also comes with a cape. Okay. And so I'm so excited about this cape. And Miranda and I were saying, like, oh, just like every, like, British rock act or prog rock act, hmm. right? I should, like play piano and then have somebody put the cape on me and then bust it off right. but as we were reenacting that like three drinks in i like literally like launched all these like oh champagne flutes out of the waitress's hand onto this greek couple and they both yelled opa we're so excited for your wedding we heard everything you said so it was like the nicest reaction to being drenched with sparkling wine and that's why what that's why we're gonna end this podcast right now <laughs> you're trying to make fun of me so let's get into this Greta Van Vliet song, Age of Man, from whatever that new album's called. Yeah. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605. We'll post pictures of the wedding and everything there. Yep. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp and search hashtag 605 wedding for all that fun, exclusive video footage. Yeah. And you? Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Valgomas23. And rate, review, and subscribe to iTunes and Spotify to get the 605 podcast. That's right. So until next week, or until next season, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. B. Let's get married. Please. <laughs> I'm done.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.